Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Pizzadelphia. Thank you so much for being here. We are recording our first ever live on site of an event podcast for KYW News Radio's What's Cooking on 1060 podcast. So right away, I want to introduce the folks that are with me to talk about pizza at Pizzadelphia. Stephanie Roitano is owner of Capofito Forno in Old City. And Rick DiLorenzo is owner of DiLorenzo's Pizza in Hamilton, New Jersey. And Rick has some fans in the audience. So the first thing we're going to do, I want to ask you about to describe your pizzas. So Rick, tell me about your particular type of pizza. Our pizza is what we call a Trenton tomato pie. There's certain areas of the, of the country where it's called tomato pie instead of pizza. I think up in Connecticut, maybe somewhere in Pennsylvania, where the locals refer to it as tomato pie. And our pizza or tomato pie, whatever you want to call it, is thin crust. And the, the tomatoes are the, uh, the predominant taste. It's not just a lot of cheese. The cheese complements the, the tomatoes, but the, you do taste the, the sauce. And my family's been in business since 1938. This is our, like our 80th year in business. So it's a long-standing tradition. That deserves a round of applause. <laughs> and Stephanie, your type of pizza? Uh, well, so I love your pizza, by the way. <laughs> I'm a huge fan, so I'm one of the fans as well. Uh, we do um, authentic Neapolitan pizza. Uh, we follow very strict rules, as the Italians love to dictate to people around the world. Um, it is baked in a wood-burning only oven uh, above 900 degrees. It is a uh, very high hydration rate, so it should be very soft in the middle, have a puffy, round, uh, raised crust. Same as your pie, um, there shouldn't be a coating of cheese. There should be just a perfect marriage of cheese, sauce, olive oil, basil, pecorino. It shouldn't. There should be no competing flavors. It should complement each other, and it's I, good. I agree. What do you think is the most important aspect of the pizza? The most important aspect of any pizza is the crust. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. We have a consensus here. Oh yeah. Yeah. We have a we have a, 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 a saying in crust we trust. At Di Lorenzo's, and I love that, it. that's that's the truth. You know, I mean, you're, you're, that's your foundation. Everything else, everything you put on a, on your pie, whether it be vegetables, meats, anything, all depends. It's all based on that foundation. So, what's the number one mistake you can make with the crust? Well, uh, to just follow up um, with Frank, the dough is not a container. So it, 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 the biggest mistake you can make is thinking um, that the sauce is the star of the show or something is the star of the show. It, it's, it's about the dough. Everything's about, and there are no secrets in pizza. It's, you know, flour, yeast, salt, water, and how you treat it. And um, also, 
Every pizza has its own personality, and it's the person making the pizza that gives it its personality and the way it's handled, the way it's cooked. So I, I actually hate when someone says that there's a, a favorite pizza or one pizza is better than the other because I don't believe there's monogamy in pizza. There's a time and a place even for a drunken boardwalk slice or to Elio's frozen pizza to exquisite De Lorenzo's pizza. There's, you know, the, the biggest you can, mistake you can make with pizza is saying there's your favorite pizza. There's, so you are an all-inclusive, I, I eat, non-discriminatory... Yes. Everybody. I'm a fangirl of pizza. I mean, In general. Yes, every All kind. pizza, all kinds. All day long. <laughs> um, so is there any way you can actually mess up a pizza? Oh, there's lots of ways you can mess up a pizza. The number one way is you could forget it's in the oven and burn it, and that's that's a disaster. So burnt pizza bad. Burnt pizza bad. Like we said, uh, we say it all the time. A little char is acceptable, and, and and should be expected in in a in a really good pizza or tomato pie because you're especially you you're cooking at 900 degrees. Yeah. That's very hot. We cook at like uh, 600. And we, that is the number one complaint. If there's any complaint, this pizza's burnt. Yeah. So yeah. I'm at, the difference is, is it because of the difference in crust? 900 degrees versus 600 degrees in the oven. Well, if you took my, my dough and put it in his oven and vice versa, again, we have the same ingredients to that, you know, on paper, if you look at both of our ingredients, it's the same thing, same pizza. But my dough in his oven would turn into a cracker, or, or worse, it would just completely, um, it, it, it would cook too slow, it just wouldn't be the right thing, and his would, I, I don't know. What, why I don't why know. is that? Um, well, Neapolitan pizza has an extremely high hydration rate, which means there's a lot of water. And I want the pizza to be very soft, and the outside to be crispy. One of the complaints that sometimes people have about Neapolitan pizza is that you can't pick it up and you're really not supposed to. You're supposed to fold it, eat it with fork and knife. It's just a different style and that soupy mess that is left is is what you're supposed to sop up with your crust. Um, and just to... The, it's about the dough and everything in the dough um, and how it's being cooked. So I don't know exactly... Another thing, how you, I think how you ruin a pizza is using bad ingredients because they all, we all have the same recipes to make the same product, but it's, it, you can mess it up by using bad stuff. So fresh ingredients, yeah. just like cooking in general, fresh ingredients. Um, is there a certain way to eat your pizza, Rick? Yes. Uh, you just mentioned that your pizza doesn't stand straight. Our, our pizza is... is we want it to stand straight and be crispy, and we don't want a lot of a lot of like uh, something that you have to sop up. We want a slice of pizza where you could pick it up and and maybe fold it in half, but but eat it like right away. It's yeah. amazing how so how the pizzas can be so alike but so different. Yes, yes. So speaking of which, um, have you? gotten a chance to try everybody's pizzas. I've eaten every at every single one of these places. All in the name every, of research, every, of course. I, 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 not I, me. <laughs> I've, been, I've been busy at my own stand the whole time. Oh, no, You've been I, working. I, huh? No, no, not today. Uh, I haven't uh, had a single slice today. Uh, okay. I have separately 
in, on other days eaten at every single. I oh, okay. love pizza. Yeah. What kind of research do you do in general throughout the year to make sure that you get the best product, um, even though even if the pizzas might be different than yours? Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, it's part. That's one of the best parts of the job is sourcing great ingredients. I mean. Uh, uh, once and also once you get the reputation of wanting that, people come to you. So that's it, it's not hard. What about you, Rick? Do you, do well, you like uh, in the name of research eat a ton I, of pizza? Oh, I eat a, I eat pizza every day. I eat the first slice out of my oven every morning. Uh, I just can't resist it. <laughs> and that's that's five days a week. <laughs> You've been in the business for 50 years. Right. So have you traveled for, to do research on your pizza? Not really. I mean, I was handed down a recipe that, for, that's that been the same throughout the ages. I just try to stick to the original original like recipe. You know, every once in a while we might come up with something different. Like we do white pizzas. We do Now we do gluten-free, vegan. Uh, there's always something new. Uh, and, and the taste... In food changes all the time. You know, people are eating much more educated about food nowadays. You know what I mean? So it's like you always have to like bring out new things, but we we stick to the basic recipe for our pizza. What would you guys say is like the trend in tastes right now when it comes to pizza? Hmm. I think uh, um, a lot of um, South Asian uh, chili peppers. Uh, I get a lot of. just things that keep coming across um, of vendors trying to sell me Thai chilies and and um, just a lot of different spicy mm-hmm. peppers for some reason. That's just just yeah. recently I've been getting a lot of that. You're shaking your head, yes. I, I agree completely. I have a lot of customers, uh, a lot of Indian customers. They love the the spices, the peppers. They bring the a lot of customers bring their own. You know, they, they want they, they bring want, their own to put on the pizza. They, put their, they bring their own jalapenos. You know. Whatever they want, I'll put it on the pie. But That's dedication. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, more and more, it's getting, like like you said, different kinds of spices. And, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's what, you know, it's the melting pot that we live in. I want to get back to another question for you, Stephanie, that I asked. Rick, where have your travels taken you in your pizza research? Um, well, I, I did train in Naples, Italy, for uh, with Ciro Salvo, who um, he he's considered you know fifth generation pizzaiolo. Um, but I, a lot of people don't know that in Italy, every region has its own style of pizza, which I love. So, like Roman pizza is different from Genovese pizza, which is you know it, it's all I, I love it. So. I've been all over Italy. Um, I will eat a pizza just about anywhere. Like if it if it looks good. I recently was in Puglia um, and had this really incredible like pizza al metro that was like this long pizza that they put in a wood burning oven on a just long board. And I was shocked that they could spin it and not burn it. And it was delicious. And it was it had a little tiny. Calamaretti, these little uh, octopus that were a little um, squid the size of your like pinky nail. I mean, it was delicious. So, I, but I, I don't. I feel like um, you don't travel for like pizza will find you wherever you are. So, there is a style of pizza like I recently. Um, They don't call it pizza if it's not, even if it doesn't have tomato sauce and cheese. Almost every culture has some sort of flatbread pizza. 
cousin that I, I will eat. That is true. That is true. What are your favorite toppings, or are you purists? I'm a I'm a purist. Uh, I, I like a, a buffalo. I like a pizza margarita with buffalo. And for the past probably 16 months, I've been eating spicy Calabrian salami on it. I've had that pizza almost every, like four times a week um, for the past 18 months. And I'll switch. But I'm um, I have an obsessive personality, so <laughs> I'll just keep eating that. Rick. Yeah, I, I too am a purist. Uh, the regular plain tomato pie is my number one, and I tell everybody the same thing. And what, what do I? What do you recommend? Yeah. Tomato and cheese. It's you can you get the flavors, you can taste the crust, you can taste the cheese, you can taste the tomato. Everything blended together. I, but I'll eat a pie with the works. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> I'll eat anything, but my favorite, all-time favorite, is just the plain. Plain tomato pie. All right, let's set the record straight. A tomato pie, does that mean no cheese, or does that just mean a pizza pie? In Trenton, a tomato pie is a pizza with tomato and cheese. I know in Philadelphia, they make tomato pie. They make it in bakeries. It's, it's a little thicker, and it has no cheese. But otherwise, it's a pizza pie. Yes, yes. Yes. Um, even regionally, have you like what have you noticed in terms of what interests you as far as the differences, re- like regionally from Philly to Trenton? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's certain things I, I've gotten into. Um, it, well, I, I don't know. Sometimes there's like a style of pizza that everyone goes bananas over, and when I try it for the first time. I feel like it's it's memory pizza. Do you know what I mean? Like childhood pizza. Oh. And um, I don't... Again, I think all pizza is delicious, but I find the fervor over... Like, I know I'm going to get a lot of hate about this, but Old Forge pizza, I, I, that has to be memory pizza. <laughs> that has to be like... Because I, I think it's, it's good, it's fun to eat, but it's not something that should have drones of... droves of people going to eat. Um, but there's... I don't know. I think that uh, I feel like regional pizza's memory pizza is the like the certain pies that drive your childhood and your tastes and everything. Those that's what regional. Mm-hmm. Is. I'm wondering if the least expensive pizza slices are the ones you remember because those are the ones you can afford to get when you're young, yeah. Yeah. when you're a kid. Yeah. Boardwalk slices. Yeah. Or what? Boardwalks. I call those boardwalk boardwalk slices. slices. Yeah, I'm not a snob when it comes to pizza. No, I love boardwalk I'll slices. I'll eat pizza anywhere, anytime. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. um, what's the un- most unique ingredient that you've ever seen on a pizza? Mm. Um, botarga. What's botarga? Uh, botarga is um, fish roe that's been a- compressed and aged. It's from um, Italy. And it was shaved over a pizza. It's very salty and unctuous, and it was nice. Um, I like it. We we make a pizza with lardo uh, on it, uh, which pe- people a little bit they freak out a little bit over. It's delicious. It melts, and if you don't know what, that you're eating aged pig fat, it, you, they love it until mm-hmm. you tell them what it is. Yeah. How about you, Rick? I think the most interesting ingredient. One time, a customer brought in a can of sardines. I think he was Portuguese, and he wanted me to put them on his pie. And you know what? They were, they were pretty damn good, because I, I did it myself afterwards, and it, had, it was a good flavor. All right, we got to start talking about your customers here, not the pizza, because, Rick, you're starting to tell me the customers that come in, that give you the ingredients themselves. 
Yes. L- yes. So I got. What are the craziest like experiences you've ever had with customers and pizza? I mean that that tends to. I think that would rank up there for me. The customer because this sounds like it's happened more than once with you. Oh yeah, I, I have customers that bring in their own cheese, maybe without uh, hormones. Uh, you name it. I've I put all kinds of sausage made out of like turkey or you know <laughs> something that's not beef. Some people don't like pork. Whatever, somebody will bring me any anything. I'll put the. A customer brought me figs one time. I'm sure oh, you've had figs. A, no, we just did a pizza with yeah, figs. Pizza yeah, pizza with figs is awesome. Yeah, with Gorgonzola. Yeah. Yeah, really, nice. I don't think you could put anything exactly. wrong on a pizza. Well, I just think it's funny that your customers are bringing in the ingredients and saying, yeah. put this on my pie. Right, right. Well, like I said, people are very educated about food, you know. People are very particular what they eat nowadays. What's your craziest customer experience? Uh... I don't. I don't think anyone's really ever brought us an ingredient. No nobody's brought you a bag of flowers. Oh, like, you... oh no! I, I actually have had people bring me flour. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, a lot of people. And what they'll think is a pound of flour. I can actually make something. <laughs> you can't do anything with that. Um, but oh no, I've had. I've had a ton of people. They're usually friends that you know. Oh, I just want. It's not like a customer saying, "No, no, I'd like to order a pizza made from this ingredient." Could you imagine? No. I I once had a guy bring bring me in a piece of wheat wheat dough. Right, he made it himself. I could not make a pizza out of it because it had no kind of like elasticity at all. I ended up throwing it in the garbage. And later on, years after. I kept getting requests for a whole wheat pizza. I, I came up with a recipe, and I, I sell a few every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, since you are the pizza aficionados, and we've got you know a field of people that are interested in pizza, as you know, like wine, you're tasting for different notes. What are you looking for in a really good slice of pizza? Balance. Uh, just it, it should it should smell like freshly baked bread. Uh, the color, I, I always like the color of um, the dough because a lot of times if it looks very white and there's like those black like blisters, like not, black blisters are good, but if it's white with like those pimples, mm-hmm. usually means the dough is not, um, is not mature enough. Um, you want dough to be, uh, your pizza to be easily to digest. A lot of times when you eat um, pizza and you start feeling bloated it usually means the dough is too young and the yeast is like you know uh fermenting not fermenting but uh upsetting your stomach um really good pizza you should be able to eat the pizza and it should you should not feel heavy and weighed down so a really good pizza i look for the the dough to be um the the crust to be nicely browned and charred in spots not white if you flip the pizza over and there's like yellow or uh, yellow or orangey spots that means they have too much flour and it's burned in the oven it'll have a very funny it affects the flavor of the pizza so I, I look at how the the dough was handled aged and cooked that's how I judge pizza yeah, a lot of people think that uh, you make pizza dough in the morning and you use it a couple hours later. No. The dough has to sit. The sugars have to uh, form in the dough because you got yeast and the flour, which is like a, a sugar. And the, cop- the, the chemistry that happens gives you that, that flavor. A lot, of, a lot of places, they just don't, the crust doesn't have the flavor. Yeah, but it's the, if you allow the yeast to eat the gluten... 
uh, it forms noble sugars is what the right. you know chemistry is and it's mm-hmm. the same it, it, if and there is no dough that you can make in the morning and or a few hours and and serve to someone without them feeling bloated when they're eating it it's just right. It, right. how long should it sit we it, it can be anywhere from 24 48 mm-hmm. 72 hours the dough we use today was 72 hour dough I made my dough on uh, the 12th. That's two days ago. Yeah. I tell, I tell, I'm closed Sunday and Mondays. I tell people the best pies Absolutely. are on Tuesday because the dough got to sit for a couple of days, and that's where that's where you get the best yeah, flavor. It is. It's the best flavor. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for talking to us here at Pizza Delphia. Let's let everybody know where they can try your pizza. So Stephanie Roitano, Capofito Forno in Old City. What's the address? What's the website? Uh, the address is 233 Chestnut Street. We're across the street from the uh, American Revolution Museum. And um, uh, what is our website? Cop- uh, Capofitoforno.com. Excuse me. And Rick DiLorenzo is owner of DiLorenzo's Pizza in Hamilton, New Jersey. Uh, Rick, what's your address on your website? We're located at 147 Sloan Avenue, exit 65A off of 295. And our uh, website is www.dlorenzospizza.com. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for being here with us at Pizza Delphia for What's Cooking on 1060. Thank you. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.